206 206 goddamn episode 206 serious rap shit podcast i'm john your host i'm josh your other host and yeah what's what's going on josh um first before we get into like what happened over the weekend stuff um just a heads up for everybody we always have new listeners um actually we have a decent amount of new listeners as we we've been seeing um for folks who don't know um I have uh, I've had some major back issues uh, for several years now, and um, we had took a hiatus back in like uh, beginning of November until like the middle of December. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have to go on a little hiatus again in a few weeks because I have to have a second back surgery within like five months. Jeez, um, yeah. But uh, I have surgery on uh, March 9th, and so we'll probably record up until, like, the 8th. We'll have, like, an episode that week, and then we'll probably be off uh, for a few weeks after that. I'm not sure exactly how long this recovery is going to be. Um, hopefully, it won't be as long as the first one. So um, uh, we'll keep you guys updated and, like, you know, through our social media and stuff like that. So if you're not following us on social media, um, you could definitely follow us at SeriousRapShit.com on Instagram and Twitter. Um, but we will still be posting on our uh, on our Vivo channel. There'll still be videos going up on Vivo channel, um, and that's Serious Rap Shit Vivo. Just put that in your search bar on YouTube. Uh, make sure you go like and subscribe there. Um, but we'll still be posting stuff there. Um, we have another couple announcements coming up soon. Um, some like dope stuff. So like that's really cool. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to give folks a heads up. You know, we'll remind you guys again in another. Uh, you know, we'll let you know uh, the last episode before. Um, We'll be on hiatus. Uh, but yeah, make sure you stay up to date. Go so go follow us on uh social media, seriousrapshit.com. Yeah. Yeah. Um besides that, we had the Super Bowl this weekend. Um Yeah. The fucking it, Eagles weren't in it. Yeah, Bucks weren't in it. So, you know, <laughs> my caring to watch it. Yeah. I watched it. My caring was just not as I wasn't as involved as I was as I was last year when I was like, you know, holding my breath through the like ninety percent of the game. Yeah. Um yeah, so the Super Bowl happened. It was a decent game. Uh, shout out, like, you know, Odell Beckham got a ring. Oh, that's awesome yeah. for him. Um, Possibly tore his ACL yeah. in the process. Yeah, know. which is terrible. Um, yeah. Especially as a free agent, which means he's going to be, you know, like, you know, that's going to hurt him money-wise and shit, which sucks. Yeah. Because um, yeah. he would have been, like, he probably would have got a really nice deal this year. Mm-hmm. Um, because he he really balled out when he once he got to L.A. So, um, and he was having he, he might have been the fucking MVP of the Super Bowl he if he would have kept yeah. it up. He was doing it yeah. early in the game. Yeah, he was killing him. I think he had like three catches for fifty two yards and a touchdown within like the first quarter, and then he got mm-hmm. hurt. Um, uh, but yeah, my man Joe Burrow, Joe Shiesty, Joe Burr <laughs> couldn't pull it out. Um, but yeah. that wasn't on him. That was his, his offensive line just couldn't yeah. protect him. Um, yeah, he's getting at his ass too. Yeah, but we had the hip hop halftime. Um, yeah. I think technically for the first time, like they've had like hip hop artists, you know what I mean? Definitely R and B artists uh before. But like this was the first like all hip hop lineup essentially. Um Yeah. Cause they usually like to 
even when it's like you said R&B or like quote unquote urban music they'll have Beyonce but they'll also have Bruno Mars and fucking yes. Coldplay <laughs> Coldplay is the quote unquote headliner over Beyonce which is absolutely insane but yeah they'll, they'll do fucking Nelly and Aerosmith or some shit you know? well listen next year I would not be surprised if they don't like if it's any kind of hip hop they bring out like Joyner Lucas to do like I'm not racist <laughs> or uh, <laughs> I'm imagining him on the stage <laughs> with like a folded chair rapping at some white guy <laughs> with a MAGA hat on or what was the the Nelly and uh, his country song he did <laughs> uh, oh uh, yeah 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 <laughs> Was it Nelly and Keith Urban? Did yeah, I think together? it was Nelly and Keith Urban. Or that or, LL uh, Accidental Racist. Yeah, Accidental song. Racist with LL. That'll be your three acts next year. Man. Um, that'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, we had uh, Snoop and Dre, um, Eminem, the queen of R&B and hip-hop, Mary J. Blige, Absolutely. and surprise, uh, 50 Cent. Yeah. Yeah, and people were saying that uh, Fifty was gonna pop up. People were yeah. like, "Oh, you know, it was it was rumored that he would yeah. come out, and he fucking did it." Yeah, came out upside down. Doing Dog, his did you <laughs> did you see the video like before his part of the set started? Yeah, he jumped up and did like a pull up. Yeah, like <laughs> there was some you know there was some body shaming cause for Fifty because Fifty's heavier than he was obviously twenty years ago. Yeah. Um, we all are like none of us are the same size we were twenty percent. years ago, Come on. Um, and he. But yeah, when you see that video, he jumps up and fucking pulls it. Listen, man, I can't do that right now. Obviously, like I have back issues, so there's no fucking way. But like, I'm not pulling myself up, getting my legs on there, and then flipping myself upside down. He, yeah. when you see it from that angle. You know, because the TV angle, you're not seeing him. You're seeing the top part of the where they're like on top of the stage part, of uh, mm-hmm. Dre and Snoop, and then they like point down, and then the the camera lowers, so then you see Fifty, and he's like hanging yeah. upside down like he was in the uh, in the club video. Yeah, uh, fucking um, rapping and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's he he was great. Um, Dre and Snoop were cool. Um, there's like some backlash because like there is a picture of Snoop like smoking an L before he got on stage, which is like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Snoop yeah. first of all. It's also Cali, which means it's completely fucking legal there. Right. Um, and uh, you know, then Eminem came out, and of course he did lose yourself. Um, <laughs> and he did the forget about Dre joint. Mary yeah. was fucking killing it, looking. 50 years old, 51, I think she is, looks, mm-hmm. I there mean. is a fucking cannon, dog. Dog, amazing, and killing it, dancing bad like she always does, and mm-hmm. like, you know, I saw a bunch of people saying, like, why has she never had, like, a, a collab for, like, thigh-high boots, because she thigh stays with thigh-high boots. It's, it's right there, the brand. I, I don't, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's right there. Um, she looks amazing though. She was great as always. I've seen Mary J. Blige perform live like three or four times. Like mm-hmm. she's amazing performer. Yeah. Um uh, you know, and Dre and Snoop were great. Like I love the part where like Dre like is like playing the piano. Yeah. For uh Forgot yeah. About uh, not Forgot About Dre for um still D R E. Um 
I also love like they cut to like Jay Z like rapping the lyrics, and I'm like, well, I mean, he wrote them, like you know what I mean. Jay-Z, so let's imagine Jay like out with Blue Ivy. He's like, hey, I wrote this. I wrote yeah, exactly like Your a dad real dad moment. Like I wrote that. Like, yeah. And, and she's, she's like, like right, yeah, dad, whatever. whatever, dad. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't even know who these people are. Like, right. you know what I mean? All of these people are 60 years old. <laughs> um, but yeah, I loved it. I thought it was, I thought, it, listen, I've heard a lot of people go like, oh, it was the greatest of all time. It ain't better than Prince. Come on. Prince like, was crazy. You're not going to get on. better than prefer- Prince performing Purple Rain in the rain like it just mm-hmm. ain't happening mm-hmm. like you know what i mean there, there's not gonna be a better performance than that that shit felt like god at the last minute heard like yo god you know prince gonna be doing purple rain right <laughs> he said oh word swoop and like yes unzip the cloud and the fucking rain fell down for effect you yeah you can't fuck with that dog he did purple rain in the rain on a glass stage in heels mm-hmm like Mary had the the thick heel on. My Prince was probably in some like spiked heels. Like uh-huh. Prince was probably getting it done. So I thought it was I thought it was really enjoyable. It was cool. Um, some of the stuff I don't like. So like the the part the basically like it's supposed to be like Dre behind like the boards. <laughs> that was so weird. And that I'm was just so like weird to me. <laughs> as as like you know as. You know, we're we're musical people type thing. Like we get that. Like I get what that was supposed to be. Yeah. I wonder like people who had no idea like what like a recording <laughs> like room would look like, like a studio would look like. Like do they even understand what he's doing? It just looks like yeah. he's pushing on this white board. Like it doesn't yeah. look like he's doing anything if you Man. don't know what he's technically supposed to be doing. Yeah, that shit was bugged out uh, seeing that. I said the list when we were watching it. I was like, he just better be live mixing that sound. Yeah. <laughs> like, which he was not. <laughs> you no. know what I mean? But it's, I, it's crazy because, um, you know, you mentioned the Snoop backlash. Uh, there's been a lot of backlash or, you know, the Internet. Allegedly, there's been a lot of backlash from white football fans who are mm-hmm. like, why is there so much black music at the halftime show, the fucking league's mostly black. But, 70% you know, black. <laughs> it's like, whatever. And it's it's funny to me that the legitimate criticism about how Dre has been, continued to be, like, platformed and, like, you know, hip-hop media specifically hasn't called him to task for his history of abusing women. Mm-hmm. That criticism was right there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And niggas completely that's I'd I've I've only heard that criticism from I haven't heard it in the hip hop media space at all. I've only heard it from women on Twitter. Yeah. Re- talking about like responding to this and bringing up, you know, the D Barnes incident from yes. many years ago that we all, you know, remember as kids or, you know, some of us listen, it might've been adults then, but you know, me and you, we was kids when that yeah. shit happened. So a few people on Twitter are saying like, yo, what the fuck? Like, why, why are we, you know, forgetting about this shit that Dre has a history of while the louder critique has been, Oh, Snoop smoking weed. Oh, it's yeah. too many niggas at the halftime show. It's just, it it just illustrates uh, how we as Americans miss 
important points. Yeah, you know? like there's criticism to be had. That's not the criticism to like. Those are not the criticism to be to be had. One person I think they kind of wasted was Kendrick. Yo, I, I expected more. Like, yeah, I expected them to give him more to work with. Yeah, I kind of thought like. I just kind of feel like he it was a little wasted. Like could have gave him more to do. Like I, I don't think they really gave him enough to do. What's yeah. weird, like if you see him next to everybody else though, he looks tiny, dog. Oh, he yeah. looks tiny. I was like, I knew he's a smaller dude. Mm -hmm. But man, when he's standing next to like first of all, Snoop is a giant. Like he's like six three or six four. Yeah, yeah. Um and Dre's big and like he's like bulky big too. And Kendrick's just like this really slender dude. But even Eminem is taller than him. And I never thought of Eminem as being a bigger guy. A tall dude. Yeah. It's um it's an old picture. Uh Liz has a picture where she met Kendrick and they're like, uh -huh. like hugged up and shit. And she's short. Yes. And he's like shorter than her. Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's he's like a little dude. Wow. I they're even... not like the same height. I think she's in like sneakers. She's not even like, you know, in like a heel or nothing. But yeah, they're like right there. Yeah, wow. That he's a short dude. Like he's he's really small. Um bars is crazy though. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, definitely. He got the fucking bars. I mean Raskat is one of the other best lyricists in the world and he's tiny too. It's um, man's short dudes that can rap, yo. A Z E. Um yeah. But uh the one thing uh, so like there was there was a couple things that like apparently like there was they edited out um, the line from Kendrick. Yeah, um, we hate Popo. -po. Yeah. yeah, but Dre said still not loving police when they told him not to say that. He did. Yeah. Um, they told apparently told Snoop no gang affiliation stuff, um, <laughs> and he came out and like blue and, and like bandana um and throws up the sea like there's a part where yeah. he throws the sea up um yeah. of course he was going to do that yes and then apparently they told i don't know if they told all of them or just eminem like you can't take a knee like for colin yeah. kaepernick and he fucking took the knee anyway M did it anyway yeah um it it just it bugs me out um but it's not at all surprising that uh these corporate entities hire people who come out of a culture, yes. you know what I'm saying? People who live this shit. They're th like, you know, I don't know how, you know, execs of multi-billion dollar entities live and grow up, but you can't tell Snoop not to do no cripping shit. No. You know what I mean? You can't include him, you know, in your, you know, halftime show or whatever, your corporate enterprise and think that like the culture that this motherfucker has lived and breathed since he was a kid and then lost, I don't know how many loved ones, you know, involved in the shit. You can't tell him to not celebrate. It's, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. You know you, what I mean? You, Some motherfuckers sell their culture out. So, you know, I guess they used to, you know, um, giving people a platform and, and dictating to them. But, you know, Eminem, you know, seems like a, a conscientious person mm -hmm. when he's not in the booth when he's, when he's when he's in the booth he's all some other shit but as a human he seems like a conscientious person he seems like somebody who uh understands or gets it to a degree you know what i'm saying 
so you telling him not to kneel if the motherfucker brought it up and was like yo this is what i'm gonna do come on man you whatever exec on an email said oh we prefer if you <laughs> didn't prefer do, if that. You didn't do that man like, i think i'm not gonna listen to that shit no nah, you're talking about people who've given their finger to authority the whole time and then like yeah. to be like oh you can't do that like Nah, man, that's that wasn't gonna happen. Uh, one thing I loved was was fifty in in the the G unit tank top, like with the fucking stripes on it. I appreciated that. <laughs> he definitely got boxes of them <laughs> in like his garage in Jersey somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, he or he just he like called Foreman Mills one. and was like, "Yo, you have any of my G unit uh, <laughs> tank top stuff?" This is fifty cents. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I like. I thought it was dope. Um, I like that it was like 360 because apparently um, it was like you were able to like see it from all over. Like, and they even yeah. like turned at one point to the other side of the crowd. Um, apparently, when Beyonce did the halftime show, and like it was the Destiny's Child reunion where they like popped them out of the ground. Mm-hmm. Paul Shear said he was uh, the comedian. Paul Shear, if people don't know him. Um, you should, because he's fucking hilarious. Uh, he's um, he was at that Super Bowl, and he said um, he was on like the side behind where Beyonce was like behind Beyonce where she was performing, and he mm. said as soon as uh, Kelly and Michelle like popped up out of the stage, these two like the the a uh, backing like popped up behind every uh, behind Beyonce and all of them, and yeah. so immediately everybody who was behind it now could. Was just hearing the show. You couldn't, couldn't see, see it anymore. Oh, what? <laughs> and they said there's no live. Sh- he said there was no live stream like on the big board, so you couldn't even like <laughs> look at the big board. He was like, so you were just like, I guess this is a really good show by Destiny's yeah. Child. You just said, yeah. <laughs> 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 he was like, oh yeah, I I'm like, this, this is my jam. Like, <laughs> I love listening yeah. to the radio at the fucking Super Bowl. Right, um, <sighs> man. That is the one thing. I thought the sound wasn't great. Yeah. But stadium shows suck. That's hard. That's yeah. hard to do. Because, like, there's no... Especially, like, in an open... Like, you you don't even have, like, a stage, like, set up with, like, something over top of it to then... Like, in the corner of, like, the stadium. This is just, yeah. like, flat in the middle of the... In the stadium, in an open stadium, like... There's no, there's no um, acoustics like in that, right. and so like the air, the sound just like escapes through the, uh, through the stadium. So the sound was good for what it was. It wasn't great, and but that's just part of fucking doing a stadium show. Yeah, yeah, so. it was cool. You know, um, I I am curious to see uh, as you know the the core audience of like quote-unquote like classic hip-hop or 90s hip-hop gets older you know and you know jay-z for whatever he's involved with you know picking and curating uh the halftime shows i'm curious as to what uh where they're gonna go with this in the future or you know maybe they may even i could see uh I could see more hip hop acts. I could see them continue to do the blended thing where it's like fucking, you know, the I don't killers. Know. And yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Keith Urban with 
I don't fucking know. Alicia uh, Keys and Alicia Keys, yeah, a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like yeah. somebody who's coded as like black and urban with somebody who's coded, you know, white and non-urban. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just to to, I could very well see that uh, the NFL and Rock Nation trying to like kind of play the the fence or play the middle. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, well, you know, like a. Uh, uh, Billy Eilish will play next year or some mm-hmm. shit like you know what I mean like or uh, and all the old people are mad because yeah like, <laughs> who is this Billy Eilish <laughs> <laughs> um, you know they'll, they'll, yeah they'll still bring out yeah I think next year they're like NFL is gonna be like all right we gave you one right, right. you know what I mean now it's back to you know country star R&B star and maybe maybe hip hop you know what yeah. I mean? You Me know, too. yeah, I definitely, yeah. yeah, I could definitely see something like that. And it's just like, whatever. I'll just go back to ignoring halftime show. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. By that point, easy. all the good trailers that uh, I was gonna watch are been shown already in the commercials. I don't have to worry about missing shit. Yeah. Um, and the Bucks ain't going back next year, so it don't really make a difference. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck the Eagles are doing, dog. It's, yeah. Dire, yeah. dire situation. Yeah, um, I think we can get into uh, our topics for the week, um, and actually, kind of coming off of the uh, um, the Super Bowl halftime show um, and relevancy, um, Snoop has acquired the ownership of Death Row Records. Man, <laughs> you know, God, the universe, fate is a motherfucker <laughs> with like the the tricky <laughs> tricky little ins and outs and shit because you know apparently i've heard some folks uh talk about how this is uh you know obviously it's been in the motion this is something mm-hmm. that just happens instantly but um yeah this is not something that i had on my bingo card for 2022 no i was really surprised when i saw that really happy um, you know, obviously Death Row is the first label that puts his music out. Um, and you know, Death Row, it was like, you know, there was Def Jam, obviously, and then you know, there was some smaller labels and stuff like that. But like Death Row is like the next big hip hop label. You know what I mean? Specific, you know, because there was there was like other little stuff at the time, but like Death Row was huge. Yeah, short run, but yes, they were yeah. massive. They were massive uh, when we were teenagers. Yeah, you know you're, I mean? they flamed out quickly, but yeah, they they were. I I wouldn't say dominant because there were multiple yes dominating entities like their crazy run happened concurrently with bad boys bad boy. run you know what i'm saying so there were there were other players uh interscope was still very much in the mix at that point if you would cons- i wouldn't necessarily consider interscope a hip-hop label but yeah yeah you know what i'm saying like there were other labels doing hip-hop that were dominating in that like mid to late 90s era uh but death row was a fucking phenomenon like straight up and down yeah you like death row is one of like those um, you know, if you see like just the just the symbol, not even the words Death Row Records, you know, like oh, it was Death Row Records thing, like you know what I mean. Similar to like you see the baby and you're like, oh, that's uh, you know, Bad Boy, which is also ASAP yeah. Ferg, right? Isn't ASAP Ferg the 
was it ASAP Ferg the the baby that they used, like the model that they used for the symbol or something like that? Or I don't know. I know his dad designed it. His dad designed it, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I knew it was something like that. Um, yeah, his pops designed the logo. Uh, you know, or Def Jam, like you know, obviously you see Def Jam, you're gonna see the words because it's 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 a symbol. But like, there's certain or loud, like these, there's these certain like labels that you can recognize just like seeing them. Um, and Death Row was so big. I mean, like, because you're talking about a run of, like, The Chronic, which is, like, one of the biggest records in hip-hop. Yeah. Doggy Style, one of the biggest records in hip-hop. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, shit, the Above the Rim soundtrack, which is, like... Crazy. Fucking insane. Crazy. Um, they put out Dog Food by uh, um, the, the Dog, Dog Pound. Pound. Yeah. Um, Such a good record, and, like... You know, I wouldn't call it underrated because it was successful. Yeah. But in the conversations that we have now, whereas, you know, we live in a, a era where all of these albums, you know, bigger albums from the 90s are discussed every other fucking day. Like how many Illmatic takes do people have? Yes. Uh, Dog Food is a record that doesn't get discussed as much, certainly from like East Coast folks. I don't yeah. know about if, if Cali folks are really talking about it, but I I know in folks that I know it, it don't come up enough. No, definitely not. Um, especially when you have songs like New York, New York, New York, and Let's yeah. Play House and Let's like Play House shit. Yeah. Like <laughs> um That's such a good song. And then you have All Eyes on Me. You know what I mean? Like you're talking about, and then Machiavelli, obviously later that year, and like the whole Pac passing and all that kind of stuff. But um, you're talking about like a label that put out four of like the biggest hip hop albums of all time. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Um, Crazy. And so when I heard he he bought it, I was like, man, like I wonder if he can like really resurrect the label, get some new artists. Um, you know, it would be wonderful if you could he could find some like uh like uh, unknown artists out in, in on the West Coast and mm -hmm. um reissue that back catalog. Yes, reissue the back catalog. Um you know, gets like and, and you know if he and, and you know, obviously I don't expect Snoop to be out there like, you know, looking for artists and shit like that, but get people involved who were into that. Like, you know what he, I mean? He could though, cause um that record, fuck, I can't think of uh what it's called, but Def Jam, you know, he's an exec at Def Jam too. Yes, yeah. yeah. And he just put out a record, and I'm talking like January. Where he basically, I guess he like A and R'd it or whatever, but he he had like some you know established cats like Method Man, Red Man, but it mm -hmm. had like a, a bunch of like new up and coming people okay. that he was connected with. So he yeah he I, I could see him doing that too. Yeah, that like and and not even just West Coast like make Death Row what they were talking about it being and being like hey man we you know we're not just West Coast we can have East Coast artists and yeah. you know and, and from like the South and, yeah. yeah like you know get the best artists around and put them out man like really make it something special and make Death Row what it really should have been it shouldn't have been a place where like you were beating down sound engineers and shit like that and like. You know, I don't blame Snoop and all them for that because they were like twenty. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, you and know, captive I, in that shit. Yes, exactly. You know what I'm saying um, like, 
I don't yeah, know I, if they see it like that, but from the shit that, you know, has, has come out, it's like, how do you speak up in that situation? You yeah. know what I'm saying? This motherfucker liable to Suge Knight, liable to do anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I did see, uh, apparently, shout out to the homie Steve. Um, he had posted mm-hmm. where there was an article that said, like, Snoop said he wants... He's going to be, it's going to be an NFT label. Uh, Death Row is going to be an NFT label. Yeah. And he is going to, he wants it to be the first major in the metaverse. And I was just like, all right, Don't man. Fuck it up, Snoop. We, yeah. Rooting for you, dog. Uh, all right, man. I guess, I guess we cripping in the, in the metaverse. Um, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever. I, listen, man, just put out some dope music. That's all I really yeah. care about. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, put some dope music out. You know, get some, some, some. You know, hey, even if you're getting like established artists who are like looking for new deals, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and, and you have the power to make it a fair thing too, like that part. Put out you dope know. music and pay people. Yeah, like you can actually pay your artists and do stuff properly, stuff that wasn't done the first time and, and, and stuff like that. And, and leading into another story we're going to do next, like do it properly. And I think it, mm-hmm. I think that could be really dope. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, you mentioned Steve. Shout out Steve. He said years ago. I don't remember what. Uh, or how it came up or whatever. Uh, but many, many years ago, I remember him saying to me, the person that should like be the steward in control of death row and like bring it back, quote unquote, should be Snoop. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I ain't saying he called this shit, but he did say that shit like a long time ago. Like, yo, it should be Snoop. And it makes sense. He was their brightest young star. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's the one who has leveraged his early fame as an MC into this, you know, like new space where he's at, where he's like a business person and a fucking cultural icon and all of that shit. It makes perfect sense for him to be the one to take this legacy label and like, you know, fulfill, like you said, what it was supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, our second topic today is, um, Something that I hate to read and hate to hear about, but apparently ODB's Old Dirty Bastards family is suing uh, for unpaid royalties uh, for like RZA and the Wu. Um, yeah, I mean this isn't new news in the sense that like a bunch of artists from Wu have like had their issues with like unpaid royalties, money owed, and stuff like that with with RZA and, and, you know, everybody, I guess it like, um, Wu-Tang central. Um, (laughs) it's sad, man. Like, especially like, listen, it's, it's, it's shitty enough to like not pay people that like you were close to RZA's, I mean, uh, uh, dirty's like family, you know, and and, and, like legit family, not like family. He's fucking family. And, I don't know, man. He's not here. And, like, I think, you know, God forbid something happened and, and you had kids, like, I, and, you know, and these projects we're working on, I'm not going to be like, you know what? Like, our money don't go to fucking John family no more. Yeah, like, yeah, come on. 
I, I, I just don't think that's like, I think that's just fucked up. And, you know, um, I didn't see everything like, exact, like, I wonder like what's like, as far as the TV show stuff too, like is his family getting broken off? It's his image that they're using. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Image life story. Yeah. Yeah. Like there, there's, there's certain aspects to that. Like I think, you know, I think are messed up and it's just sad. I hate when, I hate when you see this kind of stuff, especially from like legends and this kind of shit, like, and it really, what it does. And, and I think the thing that sucks the most is it, it makes me listen differently to like, mm. or when I hear them speak or even their music it makes me listen differently of just being like, dude, I can't believe some of the shit you're saying because I got, I like, I know people are suing you for shit. You know what I right. mean? Um, and then when I listen to the music, it's just like, I feel bad. Cause like, they're not like, you're not paying fucking dirty family for this song I'm listening to from dirty. Like, you're not writing exact with it. Right. It's crazy. Cause I was going to say, I wonder, cause you know, just because you named in a lawsuit don't mean that you did a hundred percent. Yes. That's true. You feel me? So I wonder, uh, exactly what dirty's family is accusing because you know um the media space that we live in now if me and you do something and we're rappers or whatever and you know i die and my mom my mom could sue universal music group fucking you know uh uh whoever whatever labeled five and six different subsidiaries and and different companies and you have to be as a producer or as somebody else yes. who's involved you have to be, be named, named in as the part suit of the suit because yeah. that's you know that's process they'll they'll pick uh publications now will pick your name out you know oh john's mom is suing josh lighty yeah. You know what I'm saying? And ignore all these other entities who are also named in a suit. So I wonder how much of this is legitimately his family saying, yo, Rizza's not paying, and how much of it is, oh, Rizza was named in a suit alongside multiple yes. uh, other parties. Yeah, I, I wonder that too. Uh, like I just said, like, you know, it could be accountants who aren't doing what they're fucking supposed to do or also, unfortunately, with somebody like Dirty, there's always the off chance that paperwork wasn't right and he didn't sign the paperwork that he was supposed to sign or he signed shit that was not a good deal. And like, you, you know, there's yeah. there's always those kind of things just because of like how erratic Dirty was. Like, I don't know how great his paperwork was. Um, and or how, how exploitative the fucking music industry is. I, I, I was just about to say that. Yeah, and how, like, how they can exploit shit and like, you know, did he have a lawyer he could trust or was he given a lawyer by the label, which happens. Like, you'll show up to stuff and they'll be like, oh, here's, you know, you have a, you can use our lawyer. Yeah, your lawyer, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah. well, that doesn't seem right. Do you know what I mean? It's like using your job's disability doctor. You know <laughs> yes. what I'm saying? Like that happened yeah. to my mom back in the day. It was like, oh, we have a doctor. Mm-hmm. My mom's like, no, nah, I gotta like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I got a doctor. What the, are you talking dude, about? It happened with me when I I hurt. Uh, I had a stress fracture in my foot. 
Um, mm. I went through uh, the workman's comp doctor, and the workman's comp doctor, after like a month, was like, "You're good. You can go back to work." And I'm like, "I still feel pain when I Jesus, when I walk." Yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, you'll get used to it." Like blah, blah blah blah. And I was like, "Okay, I guess." Like I had never really been hurt at work before, so I was like, "Okay, I guess." Like I get used to like walk, walking on it or whatever. And then like three months later, when I was still in intense pain walking on it, somebody was like, did you ever go to your own doctor? Cause you know, like after a month you can see your own doctor. And I was mm -hmm. like, no. And like, I went to go see my own doctor and they were like, yeah, you have a stress fracture in your foot still. And you know, you can't work on it. So, yeah. um, yeah, like that's how, like you can't trust, like if the label's like, Hey, I have, we have a lawyer you can use. Like right. that's that. shady. So no, um, I hope that's what it is. I hope it's way more a situation of, you know, like you said, Riz's name gets is part of the suit because he's like, you know, the head of Wu Tang Records or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so he's he has to be part of the suit. The only reason I question it is because we've heard multiple people from Wu say, yeah, the money wasn't right. And yeah, you got specifically. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So. You know, there's been issues with with RZA several times in the past for money and for music and for a whole bunch of stuff. So, um, but I do hope that's it. I do hope it's just like Riz is the head of Wu Tang Records, so he has to be, you know, named in this suit. And really, it was just like accounting errors and shit like that, or like shitty de shitty like lawyers and shit like that who just ain't pay out. That's what I would hope. Or record companies. Um, I think we get to some new music this week. Uh, did you listen to anything new? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've been rocking with uh, Amwar Highsign, uh, also known as Haslow. His EP, uh, Live Nigga Prophecy. This shit, um, it's crazy because I didn't, you know, usually uh, artists are like, yo, you know, I'm putting out something. I got something coming or whatever. Um he just dropped this genre. I, I didn't notice that it was coming. And yeah, it's it's like some fly shit. I loved uh, a lot of his joints that he's been putting out. Uh, just on like the the humbug, like putting out on Bandcamp or whatever. Uh, I've liked a lot of his stuff for a while now. Uh, he's from Philly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's uh, it's it's real like detailed, you know, poetic type lyrics he reminds me um he's his own absolutely like his own mc uh some of the like stylistic flares remind me of like ray and ghost united you know what i'm saying like maybe not as like ghost is like a little funny and like abstract his uh and where high sign his shit is is like um a bit more like serious Mm -hmm. in a way but this motherfucker's spitting like all over this shit and like the production is beautiful i love it and i've just um really only been bumping it uh since you know since he put it out i grabbed it off of Bandcamp, but okay. it's something i feel like it's something that i'm gonna like grow to love even more which you know his his other projects were like that for me too it was like immediately i was like oh yeah this shit is dope and then like it revealed more of itself you know with like more listens yeah i really liked his stuff in the past i'm gonna check this out i gotta make a run when we're done and I'll, i'm gonna throw this on um yeah uh on, on Bandcamp. so yeah i checked out um young's teflon uh again uh art uh british artist um 
drill rapper or whatever you want to call them, like British yeah. drill or uh, grime or fucking road rap, whatever you want to call it. Um, he dropped a new single called Barcodes. It's I think it's only on YouTube. I think there's only a video for it. I don't think oh, it's shit. like on streaming services because it's mm. not on Tidal and that's the streaming service I have. Um, partially just because I have like all my playlists on there and I refuse to like go create playlists somewhere. <laughs> like I'm not yeah. remaking like 30 playlists. Um, but uh, yeah, this this joint is so dope. I love Young's Teflon. Like he he's so good, man. Um, mm. A new project I think is coming real soon. I remember him mentioning like he was dropping one more single and then like the project was going to drop soon. So hopefully I think this is the last single and then he's going to drop the project. He just posted on social media like i think he's finishing up because he, he he posted on social media yesterday i believe um like three songs and he was like pick whichever one is the hottest hmm. so i think he's like finishing up the album like picking like finishing out songs that he wants to throw on the uh the new project so yeah. um definitely go check that out young's teflon barcodes on i guess youtube is the only place to see it um maybe to like get a link in his social media bios um you know we'll be back again uh real soon check uh check us out on social media um serious rap shit on instagram and twitter you're john mm-hmm. underscore liberator on instagram and twitter i'm indy indi underscore srs on instagram and twitter um you can check out the Vivo channel. Go like and subscribe there. There's new videos going up all the time. Uh, we just recorded one before we did this episode. We recorded a new video. Um, and uh, that's it. Serious Rap Shit Vivo. Um, all one word. Uh, you throw that in the YouTube search bar. You'll pull up our page. Subscribe there. New stuff goes up all the time. There's bonus episodes up there. Exclusive stuff that's only going to be on that channel. Um, you can go to our website, SeriousRapShit.com. We have a bunch of merchandise. Um, before I go out on uh, on uh, hiatus again because of surgery, I'm going to throw that... Um, um uh the favorite podcast of uh Antifa um hoodie <laughs> up on um uh, the official podcast of Antifa, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. On uh hoodie up on um the site. Um we have uh the Abaj Ice t shirts um through Incense Trap and Yoga. They're still available. T shirts and hoodies still available. You can go to incense trap and yoga.com um and buy those. They support, you know, part of the proceeds go to support um uh, fa- uh migrant families with legal aid. Um it's also uh, a business run by a black woman. So you know can't go wrong there. The homie. Um, yes. Shout out to the homie um rhythm. And besides that, we'll be back next week. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend take his fat, 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 fat